Hello listeners, this is Insights, a podcast from Hello Brennan and you're listening to Rana Fatima. In the previous episode, we stopped at Mandela's journey to Johannesburg. And then, what happens? Let's look into it. Mandela arrives in Johannesburg and acquires a job in a gold mine as a night watchman. According to him, the gold mine was a strong sign of white oppression as it wasn't here that thousands of Africans worked for long hours for little pay and with no rights. Black Africans made gold mining profitable for the mining houses and so white-owned houses became wealthy beyond dreams. Lies also became a feature of his life in Johannesburg. After arriving, the regent calls them to return home. But both Nelson and Justice refused to do so. During this time, they met President General Zuma of the ANC and more lies emerge. The President General is arrested for possession of a pistol which was Nelson's. Having also lied to his new landlord, Rave J. Matobo, Nelson is told to depart and he subsequently moves in with a nearby Tsuma family. He also acquires a job as a trainee solicitor with a local lawyer named Walter Sislo. By night, he continues to complete his degree from the University of South Africa that was put on hold when he fled. One of the Nelson's few employees at the law firm, God Radebe, is the first person to introduce Nelson to communism. Radebe is a prominent member within the Communist Party and he along with Nelson's first white friend, Nat Bregman, tried to convert a 23-year-old Mandela to communism. Mandela does attend many of their meetings during this time, but his boss wants him to avoid politics. His boss, Mr. Sidilski believed that politics would destroy Mandela's career and would put him in trouble, and so restricted him from getting into it. However, Mandela does not listen to this advice. Instead, he decides to participate in the August 1943 Alexandra bus boycotts. This boycott was Mandela's first experience of political activism. They aimed to challenge the increasing bus fares. Importantly, Mandela was not just a bystander marching. He was one of the most active members during this boycott. It was in this march that Mandela's role as an observer departed and he became a real participant. Mandela describes this moment as one of the most terrifying and empowering moments of his political life. In Johannesburg, 
Mandela's career continues to develop. He enrolled at the University of Witwatersrand to study for an LLB. At this time, Nelson was the only black student on this course. On the back of this, he experienced a huge amount of racism. However, he also met many people with far more liberal attitudes. This was the time that the real struggle began. And slowly a freedom fighter was rising from Mandela. We'll dig deeper into it in the next episode. Till then, this is Rana Fatima signing off.